Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The world is waiting, waiting for new thinking, for bold ideas that embrace a globally connected community, working together to create a better future for all. And that future, it can be found here at UC Riverside. Bold hearts, brilliant minds. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm your host, Ariana Bravo, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Valtteri Bottas will start Formula One's second sprint qualifying race experiment from first place ahead of Lewis Hamilton as Mercedes dominated Friday evening qualifying at the Italian Grand Prix. Hamilton's title rival Max Verstappen qualified third for the sprint race, which will set Sunday's Grand Prix grid, but finished almost half a second adrift of Bottas, with the Finn benefiting from a newly fitted fresh engine for the weekend, which will require him to serve a grid penalty for Sunday's Grand Prix. Lando Norris finished fourth fastest, followed by teammate Daniel Ricciardo in fifth and Pierre Gasly in sixth. Carlos Sainz Jr. made a late improvement to jump ahead of Ferrari teammate Charles Leclerc in Q3, with Leclerc grappling with an intermittent engine braking problem throughout Q1 and Q2. Sergio Perez qualified P9 in his Red Bull, while Alfa Romeo's Antonio Giovinazzi made it through to Q3 for the second consecutive race, this time on home soil with the Italian driver rounding out the top 10. I'm joined by Jonathan Noble, Motorsport.com's F1 editor. John, another F1 sprint weekend is upon us. How are you feeling for it? We're just saying how tired we are after uh, this triple header. Yeah, I think uh, I think energy levels for everyone in F1 are a bit a bit low. These triple headers are punishing, and I know McLaren boss uh, Andreas Seidel has been quite outspoken about it, saying that when we come to formulate next year's calendar, hopefully it will be another step past the pandemic that. F1 can't keep doing these because I think it just puts too much stress and strain and tiredness on on the crews really just the you know packing up and going through race weekends and then you've got the complexity of a a more compact and late schedule in Monza so I think uh, everyone will be sleeping an awful lot come Sunday night yeah we absolutely will be catching up on all our sleep at the end of this weekend so let's talk about what we saw today Valtteri Bottas getting the Speed King Award I believe it's called 
by topping the timesheets today. Of course, we had the well, we had lots of driver news this week, but we had the news that he'll be moving to Alfa Romeo, and then he pulls a performance like this out of the bag. Uh, fantastic job from him. Is this, you know, because the pressure's off, maybe? He can just, you know, he's not worried about where he's going to end up next year. He's just throwing it all into into the mix this weekend. Or do you think that he was just the stronger of the two uh, from the first practice session that we saw as well? Something just uh, was working in his favour by the time we got to quali. I think probably a combination of the circumstances about his contract that, um, you know, his future is now sorted. So that... that kind of cloud that's hanging over him of having to drive for his career in the future and um, I think it t- you know does tie you down and weigh you down and Valtteri talked a few weeks ago about his desire to have a multi-year contract something he's not had in Formula 1 before so every year he's faced this constant battle to to perform and I think just, just notches the pressure up a bit and just makes things a bit more intense and Toto Wolff spoke tonight and said he, he sensed Valtteri was a bit free this weekend that you know just got on and was got on and did it and he had a um, slight mistake at the second chicane in the first running Q3 and ran wide having been exposed at the front as the, the man to give Lewis the toe came back into the pits told the team I need I need a toe it, I can go three temps quicker no problem went out got the toe the team positioned him in the middle of the pack um, I think he was think he was behind a McLaren but I can't can't be 100% sure but uh, he got the toe he needed and a brilliant lap for pole but I think also potentially taking this fresh engine could give him a little bit as well because um, Mercedes are into engine management um, mode now mm-hmm. and fresher engines tend to perform better and there's obviously I think they're, they're, they're concerned about engine life and a potential reliability problem um, for Lewis at some point um, if Lewis gets a DNF and Max wins um, I think they calculated it could take four four races of four victories with one twos to even catch up that tiny gap so they say a dnf cannot happen so they'll be doing everything to maximize lewis's engine life not putting too much stress and strain for the engine so it could it could have been a factor that you know maybe bottas's fresh engine just gives a little bit more performance and lewis's slightly older engine he's wound back a little bit um but i think it's, it has set up the fact that valtteri has got this grid penalty and will start sunday's race from the back has set up a fascinating scenario for tomorrow because he's got absolutely nothing to lose whatever happens he's starting from the back tomorrow and he's got he's bang in the middle of a big championship fight between Lewis and Max Um, we've not had this scenario in F1 before where someone has absolutely nothing to lose yeah he really doesn't have anything to lose as you said grid penalty will be taken on the Sunday because of the new format the penalty has to be taken actually at the Grand Prix race as opposed to the F1 sprint tomorrow. It is going to be really interesting to see how it plays out for him, actually, because like you said, nothing to lose and those title rivals beside and behind him. Uh, It's going to be an interesting uh, day to see how that unfolds, Uh, not only with him, with how Mercedes play it as a whole for the team. So I'm very intrigued to, to watch that tomorrow. Um, and you spoke about the uh, change in his PU. Do you have any thoughts about when Mercedes might take another engine for Lewis, given their worries? Do you think that it is something that will be, you know, next race, race after? Do you have any inkling? I think it, I think a lot will depend on 
circumstance of race weekends. I think if there's any, and I think it's the same scenario with Red Bull and Max Verstappen because they need to take an, an engine drop at some time. So now you've got this fascinating prospect of the two title contenders at some point have to take an engine penalty. So there could be a scenario where one of them goes into race weekend and takes it and then the other team's left with the the dilemma of do you not take the penalty, grab the win and try and maximise the points and hope your rival doesn't come back? Or do you take the penalty at the same time and then you know, you're shadowing what your rival's doing so there isn't a, a disparity of performance. So I think that's quite important. But I think if there's ever a, if there is a prospect, if one of them has a bad qualifying, you know, is unlucky to get knocked out in Q1 or um, there's some incident, then I think they'll instantly jump on the scenario and and slot that fresh engine in. Because um, it's hard to work out, you know, w- what the race is coming out, what overtaking will be especially easy. And I don't think overtaking is especially easy in Formula One. Um, you know, people have talked about Monza being easy, but I'm not, not so convinced it is because you can get trapped in a trapped in a DRS train here with un- unable to make the necessary progress. Um, Sochi potentially, if you've got the car performance around the back of the track and you can DRS down the, the main straight. So may- maybe we'll see see one or both of them trying something in Sochi. Interesting fact that it brings into uh, this season as it unfolds, because like you said, they both got to take it at some point. Um and it does throw things into the mix. Let's talk a little bit more about the Red Bulls and their pace today. Max has said that he was happy with the P3. Uh, Sergio down in P9 again. It's another week where he's just not really able to match his teammate, isn't it? Yeah, but I think today was today was poor. Well, not poor circumstance. I think it just he was unlucky to play in the team player. Um, mm. He didn't have the toe. I mean, that, the lack of toe cost him a lot of performance. Um, so in effect, he was the almost a sacrificial lamb today. That he helped, played a pivotal role in allowing Max Verstappen to, um, you know, at least get up there alongside the Mercedes. Because it looked Q1, Q2 as a big danger that Max could be behind potentially both McLarens and even a Alpha Terry. Um, so it's a, a critically important first running Q1 today. And sure, there could have been a, a chance for Max to get a toe off somebody else or Red Bull to have done something like Mercedes did to drop Perez into the pack like Mercedes did with Bottas. But then you're relying on you're relying on another car and team playing ball with that in some respects. So I think by sacrificing Perez the way they did, at least guaranteed that Max had the perfect toe. There were no messing about and no games. Uh, and it's put him in, I think third was probably the best he could have hoped for today. Do you think that Sergio would have been much further up the order, though, had he not been uh, playing the team game? Because we know that qualifying and single lap pace typically isn't his strongest uh, his strongest point. Do you think that he did lose out a lot by playing team player? Or, um, you know, he, he may have wound up around there anyway, because as you said, the McLarens and AlphaTauri's uh, were looking pretty strong. Yeah, no, I think it definitely cost him time. I think that the teams talked about him sacrificing... Uh, a couple of temps at least um, and if we look at the lap times if I will quickly put them up in front of me because my memory is terrible so Perez did a 20.6 so if you give him three temps that puts him up in sixth place you know depending how, how good the, the lap would have been so I think he, he could have been up there maybe not third place like Max maybe didn't have the pace for that but I, I think there was definitely potential to to do more but we know 
also know Sergio's a very strong racer. Um, we know that that Red Bull can be quick in a quick in a straight line too. Um, and if he can look after his his tyres here, which he's got quite a good knack of doing, then there's no reason why he can't make good progress. But I think it'd be slightly frustrating for for Red Bull and Max that again, at least and especially tomorrow, it's two cars v one again. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, that situation once again. I want to talk about the McLarens next because, as we said, they uh, wound up P4 and P5. What are your thoughts on their performance this weekend? Uh, when I've been speaking to people in and around the paddock today, people have been saying they're expecting them to, to go quite well this weekend. What's your feeling? I thought they would come into this weekend being a bit of a dark horse because we know that McLaren's super slippery in a straight line we saw in Sector 1 in the Red Bull Ring. Um, I think they were fastest overall, and that was, you know, potentially their strongest weekend on pure pace terms. I think, um, so they should do well. They went well here last year, and I think Lando had potential today, definitely to be third. You know, he missed out by less than three hundredths. Um, I think it was in the end. Slightly annoyed afterwards, said it was a bit of a bit of a blow not to get that third place. But that car, you know, will be quick in a straight line. Max Verstappen is going to have to be looking as much backwards at those two McLarens tomorrow as forwards with the Mercedes. And if if there's a scenario that plays out tomorrow that um, Bottas, you know, leads away from Lewis with Max behind and starts being gapped and then, you know, Valtteri lets Lewis go and Bottas then drops back, he could drag Verstappen back into the pursuing pack to try to ca- cause some trouble. It'd be fascinating to see how, that, how that's all going to play out tomorrow in terms of, you know, what, what game is Valtteri going to be playing? Now, next up, Ferrari. They, of course, we're at you know the home of Ferrari in Italy, uh, but they've been quite cautious this weekend, um, warning you know don't expect anything too too impressive from us. How do you think the sprint race will help or hinder them for when it comes to Sunday? Do you think that maybe they'll be able to make up places and then hold on to them for the race on Sunday, or do you think that no, the car is just not there um, regardless? Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think the characteristics of this track were ever going to suit Ferrari. Um, we know last year they were suffering with both a down on power engine and a, a too draggy car. Um, and while they've made some gains this year, they are still on that that edge of a of it being a higher downforce car, which performs better at the high downforce tracks, like we see Monaco and um, Baku, for example, and Hungary. So um, it was never going to be a super strong weekend for them here. Um, so I think they're probably in the place you would have expected them to get. Um, I think they'll be hoping, you know, maybe there's incidents or drama tomorrow can help push them forwards. But I think think their their prospects of moving forwards here are reliant on other people hitting trouble or um, them coming up with a, a great strategy or good timing of a safety car. I don't think they're going to be moving forward on pace terms. Another Italian to discuss is Antonio Giovinazzi. Uh, where is he finding this pace? Uh, as I said, second uh, consecutive race in Q3. It's a bit of a surprise, really, but where is it coming from? I mean, I know his future is uncertain at the moment, but he's definitely putting in a strong showing 
uh, given that. Yeah, absolutely. He's um, definitely found something, found a sweet spot with that car in recent races. Um, we know he's a good qualifier. Um, when I spoke to Fred Vasseur um, just before the summer break, reflecting on how Antonio and Kimi perform, he said, you know, Antonio is a great qualifier, but needs to lift his game in races, whereas Kimi, not so strong in qualifying, but has a much better picture of races and knows how to manage a race and deliver the points. And I think like we saw from Giovinazzi last weekend in Sanvort, and although he wasn't helped by the puncture, but, uh, you know, super strong qualifying performance wasn't followed through by a, a great result on Sunday. So I think he is fighting for his future. And I think sometimes um, that pressure of fighting for your future can weigh you down and um, dis- distract from your performance. But equally, there are times where that pressure can inspire you and push you on and, you know, you've got nothing to lose. I mean, in fact, Giovinazzi knows that a super strong performance now is essential if he's going to have any hope of staying in Formula 1 next year. So sometimes that can inspire you. Um, so I think he's done the job he needs to do today. The question now is, can he follow it up both tomorrow and on Sunday? Mm, yeah, that's a difficult thing with these sprint weekends. You really have to hold on for both days, whereas usually, of course, it would just be the race on Sunday. you got to hold on to it for the sprint in order to set you up for Sunday. One of the issues that we saw at this was that we saw today in the session and at this track uh, we've seen in the past as well is the traffic. We had several drivers on the radio complaining about it. We saw we saw it on our screens how much they were backing up, etc. I mean, what is there that can be done around that situation, if anything? Because I mean, the drivers are complaining about it, but at the same time, um, you know, it's still happening regularly. Is there anything that can be done, should be done to help manage that situation? If it ever got too dangerous, if there was were repeated accidents, you know, drivers banging into each other, um, then I think there would be grounds to do something. But I think it's, it's always been part and parcel of Monza. I know the slipstream is um, especially large in Formula One cars now, so the, the toe is so beneficial than it has been in the past, which is why it's so important. But it add, I think it adds another dimension to qualifying. I know some people today were calling for... You know, Monza needs single lap, one shot qualifying to um, stop all this these shenanigans. But I think that's part. It makes it a bit of a strategical battle. You get the dynamic between two teammates. You get the gamble of, do you want to go first or do you want the toe? I mean, ultimately, if a if a driver's complaining about traffic or other other people, there is the option to go out by yourself. You don't have to go for the slipstream. And normally, the drivers are complaining because they've they've chased the slipstream and elected to go into traffic, and that traffic hasn't played ball so I don't think it needs changing um, but it's definitely something that should be monitored so it doesn't become as as extreme and stupid as it got a few years ago when you know everyone was playing silly games in the first sector and going down the escape road uh, and they all messed each other and tripped each other up and failed to get their laps done in Q3. Uh, let's talk about some of the teams that didn't fare so well today Aston Martin and the Alpines John, give us your thoughts on both of the teams and how they fared today. Yeah, slightly, I would have expected a bit more from Aston Martin, for example. Like Cars made some good progress in recent races. You know, the car has potentially been better on some higher downforce tracks. Um, you look at Hungary, you look at Baku, for example, although Baku's got the long straight, it's still quite high downforce. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it's what's interesting today is so many We've got such a two-by-two two grid, which tends to show that teams have locked down into setups and um, 
we've got a benchmark performance. We've got two Mercedes on the front row, and you've got two McLarens behind Verstappen. The two Ferraris are together. Uh, the two Astons together. The two Alpines are together. The two Williams are together. Um, then it all gets a bit spread out after that. So, um, and the Alpine, I think again is, is a car that I would have expected to be slightly better here. We've seen Renault shine so much in the past, so maybe we just need to see on setup tomorrow. Have they done something to benefit themselves in the race that hasn't paid off today? Um, I think that will become much clearer um, after the sprint. Wait to be seen. We're coming to the end of today's pod, but of course I want to know your predictions for the sprint tomorrow. How do you think things will play out? Who do you think will come back taking the official pole position? I think Lewis will Lewis will win the sprint race tomorrow. Um, I think whether that involves Valtteri pulling aside or not, um, I think that's what will happen. What more? What's more intriguing is what happens behind it and the game that Valtteri then plays. So does, does Valtteri drop back to get close to Verstappen, but drop Verstappen into the DRS train behind him so others are trying to cause trouble? You know, Is there a push to try to minimise m- kind of Max's points all from tomorrow? Potentially. We've seen, we've seen in the past if drivers able to just back their pace off, which then drops their pursuers into traffic. So it'll be interesting to see what happens that. But I think I'd go for a Hamilton win Bottas second and Max third. Okay then. I am really excited for our second F1 sprint. I'm very intrigued to see how it plays out and I can't wait to be back recording tomorrow evening. Make sure you join us then. John, thank you so much for chatting with me this evening and that's all from us. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, what's up, guys? This is MMA fighter Clay Guida, and I'm not afraid of anyone or anything, but losing my hair was an entirely different kind of fight. So if you're suffering from hair loss like I was, then you got to check out my boys at Bosley. Pound for pound, they are the champions of hair restoration. That's why I turned to Bosley to get my hair back. The entire Bosley team was so professional and kind from start to finish. All it took was a simple one-day procedure, and I was on my way back to rocking my full hair again. So take it from me. Don't wait if you are thinning or receding. I'm so thrilled with my results, I just wish I would have went to Bosley sooner. It's time to finally knock out hair loss because the best is yet to come. Check out Bosley today. When MMA fighter Clay Guida was losing his hair, he trusted Bosley to get it back. Now it's your turn. Get a free information kit, plus get a $250 off gift card when you text CLAY to 203203. Text CLAY to 203203. Or go to bosley.com. That's bosley.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.